Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 173. And today, this podcast airs on October the 6th. So I want to do what we have done in the past. I want to look in Proverbs chapter 6. Today's the 6th. So I want to look to Proverbs chapter 6, down in verses 16 through 19 today. Just to give you a little background information, I have recorded this podcast now three times for today's episode. The first time I did the first five verses of Proverbs 6, it was great, it was awesome, but after I recorded it and listened back to it as I was putting some music in, I thought, you know, this one isn't the one for today. So I then did the next section in Proverbs chapter 6 and thought, you know, this one doesn't just doesn't feel right today. It's not uh, exactly speaking to me the way that sometimes my quiet times do. And so uh, this, I believe, is the text for today as I have gone through this a couple of times. So I've already read way more than I needed to for the podcast today. Uh, but this podcast is most of the time an overflow of my quiet time with the Lord. So here is something that I believe is helpful and honestly just put my mind and my heart in the right position today. The Bible says this in Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among the brothers. Now, I know what you may be thinking. That is not the most encouraging thing in the world. How in the world is that bringing your heart and mind into the right place? Because these things are the opposite of who God is. I began thinking through these six things and the seven that are an abomination. And I thought about haughty eyes. Haughty eyes means those who have a proud look or those who have a pride. And, you know, you've heard the phrase, I'm sure, people that look down on you. I can't stand people that look down on me, not because I feel like I need to be looked up to, but sometimes it's just tough for people to look down on you and think of you less than you are. We know pride is the father of all sin, right? Everything goes back to pride. It's because we chose us and our own interest and selfishness over God's great plan for us. The next thing it says is a lying tongue. Well, we know in Scripture, Satan is referred to as the father of lies, right? Jesus says Satan is the father of lies. We know that that is obviously not what the Lord is going to want. Satan showed up in the garden to lie and deceive. That's what his plan was. So God hates that. He hates that. Now, on the opposite side of that, Jesus is a truth teller. He spoke truth. He spoke honesty. He spoke what was life-giving. Then I look at the next phrase in verse number 17, and it says, and he hates hands that shed innocent blood. You know, the Bible even says in John 8, 44, when it says Satan is the father of lies, it also says that he was a murderer from the beginning, that Satan was a murderer from the beginning. That's Jesus's words. That's who Satan is. Now, is Jesus going to shed innocent blood? Of course not. He's not going to do that. Then it says a heart that devises wicked plans. Again, we see that that's something Satan does. He's got a plan to tear you down. He's got a plan to steal, kill, and destroy. He's got a plan for your family. He's got a plan for your friends. And however he's trying to work that plan out, he's trying to deceive you. He's trying to distract you. He's trying to bring you into his plan and keep you from the great plan of God. God hates that. God also hates feet that make haste that run to evil. We know Jesus had a plan for us to bring us back into his 
father's relationship. We also know that Jesus's feet were never making haste to run to evil. We know that Jesus was walking every step he took. I've said this phrase from the time I was a student pastor 20 years ago. Jesus took every step on this earth to get closer to us. That's what he was doing. He was running to life and running to truth and running to purity. That's the way Jesus's life was walked. And then verse 19 says, a false witness who breathes out lies. Now, I think it's interesting. It says a lying tongue in verse 17, and then a false witness who breathes out lies. That is a little different in the phrasing because we know that a lying tongue can just be lying about whatever. But a false witness has made a choice to not tell the truth. It's not just that you are spreading lies out there. It's that you know the truth, and yet you are bearing false witness. You're bearing an incorrect or a doctored version of the truth, which is a lie. 99% of the truth is 100% a lie. (laughs) That's just the way that it is. If you have the option to tell somebody the right direction somewhere, and you leave a step out on purpose, or you tell them one wrong turn, they still end up in the wrong place. God hates false witnesses who breathes out lies. That's all that Satan did, right? Satan will tell you just enough truth to make you believe it, but enough lie to keep you out of God's holy plan. And then it says, one who sows discord among the brothers. This one is the one that bothers me maybe the most. Jesus prayed for unity. He prayed a high priestly prayer that we would be one. That's what Jesus prayed. God says, I hate the one who sows discord among the brothers. This life is so short. This life is so short compared to eternity. We do not have time to sow discord among the believers. We just don't. It bothers me so bad to hear churches that have fighting members, churches that have people that can't agree. Now, I'm not saying you have to agree on every theological issue. What I'm saying is you're not supposed to sow discord. You're not supposed to try to separate the brothers. You're not supposed to try to divide the church. The church is supposed to be unified. You are not supposed to divide the brothers. Today, this gave me a reminder that Jesus is the one we look to to see what God loves and how God wants us to live. If you want to know how God doesn't want us to live, look to the enemy of the Lord and the enemy of us. Look to Satan and see this is a list of his characteristics. This is his mode of operation. That's the way the devil operates. So how are we going to live today? Are we going to have haughty eyes? Are we going to be proud and have pride? Are we going to have a lying tongue? Are we going to go out and just spread lies everywhere just to deceive and keep untruth flowing around our community? Are we going to have hands that shed innocent blood? Are we going to have a heart that devises wicked plans? Are we going to have feet that run to evil? Are we going to have a false witness that breathes out lies? Are we going to purposely leave out truth? Are we going to be one who sows discord among the brothers? If that's what you choose to be, I don't want to be around you. And my guess is you don't want to be around that kind of person. What kind of friends do you want? What kind of Sunday school teachers do you want in your life? What kind of leaders in your church do you want? Probably the ones that are the opposite of this list. Not having proud eyes, not having a lying tongue, not shedding innocent blood, not having a heart that's wicked, not having feet that run to evil, not breathing out lies and not dividing the church. 
If that's the kind of people you want in your life, then be that kind of people for others. 